The point of the network is for our office and the community to get a pulse of where the special educators needs lie right now. Being able to share resources together, being able to come to the table with a challenge that's going up and letting each other brainstorm and support each other. But it's really that building of that community support, that connection with others and building on each other's innovation. Hello, Montgomery County, and welcome to the OPL podcast with MCIU. My name is Brandon Langer, and I'm the Program Administrator for Instructional Technology here at the Office of Professional Learning. And today we are talking about a unique and awesome opportunity that our office is putting together around the creation of a special educators network. So I'm joined by two of our fantastic project consultants, and I'll let them introduce themselves, and then we'll talk about this particular offering and what it could bring to the educators across the county and the state if they chose to join us. Hi, I'm Cassie Bruch. So as Brandon said, I'm a project consultant here at OPL. I focus along supporting students with disabilities in virtual environments. So you may have heard some of those podcast episodes that have come out. Um, But my background is in regular education and special education. And my special education background was mostly around middle school emotional support. And I'm joined here with Julie. Hey, I'm Julie Ortlieb, also a project consultant in the Office of Professional Learning. And my background in special ed is various. I've been in a lot of different settings from pull-out learning support classroom to co-taught special education classrooms. I've taught autistic support as well. And then most recently, multiple disability support here at the IU. So I taught in North Penn School District for 10 years and then came to the IU as a special education teacher and now a project consultant. Awesome. Well, thank you both for joining us and talking about this unique offering and even just your backgrounds alone talk about how diverse special education as a, as a topic spans, not just the students themselves, but also the teachers, the types of placements we can find ourselves in. So what sparked the creation of this new special educators network, Julie? So being in those more self-contained models, and even when I was co-teaching with other teachers, it was sometimes very isolating and you felt like you were on an island where you didn't know what was going on outside of your classroom, let alone in the next elementary school down the street or in the whole county. So I just wanted to bring together people in the county so that they can collaborate with others and they can understand what's going on outside their own door. During the pandemic, we got an opportunity to do that here at the IU. We never had an opportunity to sit on Zoom calls or sit in meetings with other teachers. And it was like, oh, wait, you're doing this? Oh, you're using that curriculum? That's how you do your schedule? And we had all these really awesome meetings that we never had time for before. And now, you know, we're still in the pandemic and still dealing with a lot. And now more than ever, we just need the support of others to get through normal things and then some crazy curveballs that are being thrown at us now. So it's really just about that collaboration and networking with others so that you don't feel alone and you feel like you always have somebody to go to to brainstorm, problem solve, and just build relationship with. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And what are some... Uh, hope, you know, goals, things we hope to achieve from the network. Obviously, it's it's just getting off the ground, but I assume that there's things that you took from those net- networking opportunities, even internally, you're hoping to bring to a wider audience here. Yeah, I think one of the main things is that connection with others and building on each other's innovation. As Julie said, we've learned so much in the last two years, as well as the 20 years before that in education. And special ed teachers are very innovative and very outside the box thinkers, but a lot of times we feel like we're alone in this and that my problem is unique. Other people in my building might not understand what I'm going through, 
But as Julie said, somebody down the street is facing the same problem and solving it in different ways than I might think of. And so being able to share resources together, being able to come to the table with a challenge that's going up and letting each other brainstorm and support each other. But it's really that building of that community support. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I'm a former music teacher, but similar type situation to what you described where I was the only vocal music teacher in the building, right? There wasn't someone else right next door or even down the hall. And even sometimes teachers don't capitalize on that. Sometimes our best thought partner is sitting right next door in the classroom next door, but we don't always have the time to get together with them. So what is the time commitment here? Uh, Is the requirement? Is it pretty open? So any special educator is welcome to join our network events. We have a kickoff event on February 8th, uh, 2022 from 4 to 5 p.m. and it is virtual. So we're going to hold all of our network events virtually in this school year. And we have three events scheduled. So one in February, one in April, and one in June so far. And, you know, we really hope that this network continues to grow and that we have opportunities over the summer, over the fall of 2022, and just really continue to build out based on the needs of the group. I think the main thing is we just want people to come and be open and bring to the table what you're struggling with so we can work together to support each other and come up with solutions. So we did keep it just to an hour. We know time is really valuable and hard to come by, it seems like. And the virtual kind of allows for us to meet in that after-school time frame without having to drive to the IU or to drive to another location. Well, it sounds like a great opportunity for teachers to come together, to brainstorm, to problem solve. I think it's great that you are putting this together. This came to my attention when you put together that uh, Instagram reel and just had me laughing on the floor. (laughs) If you didn't get to see it, it's basically one of our consultants being Ross from Friends and talking about how he's fine. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so it was was a great kind of kickoff moment. And I know that there's a host of other resources that you and the team are putting together. What are those? What what can someone expect to see when they go to our Learn site and our new special education hub? Yeah, so we have things like that, SDIs that we've been talking about here. We also have Julie and another consultant, Carrie, have been working on a brain course. Julie's also been working on a reading course for nonverbal students. And then we also know that there are so many websites and resources out there, but it's hard to know, well, which ones are what I'm looking for? Which one's right for me? How do I know that it's almost been vetted, I want to say? So we've really worked to curate a list of websites and resources for our teachers to go to, as well as families. And as a special education teacher, especially in the beginning, it was hard to know, well, where can I send families for more information about this? Um, and Carrie Kessler, one of our other project consultants, used to have an edu blog, and she had a ton of resources on there. And we've kind of really worked to curate that down even further. So you have resources now to also send your parents as a teacher. Yep. So if you haven't been on the MCIU Learning Network, it's learn.mciu.org. We have uh, pushed out a host of hubs this year spanning topics of DEI, SEL, and then the most recent one that has launched has been the Special Educators Hub. There's more information about this upcoming network offering for the special ed educators. But as Cassie just said, there's other content there as well. We're going to post this podcast and other future podcasts there. Definitely take a second to check that out. Take a second to follow us on all of our social media pages at MCIU Learn. Anything else that we want to share before we wrap up here? I just wanted to remind you to go on, if you go on to learn.mciu.org in our special educators network, there is a spot to register for our kickoff event for February. And the other thing I just want to say too is that the point of the network is for our office and the community to get a pulse of where the special educators needs lie right now. The consultants here were very reflective on what we're hearing from our educators that are coming to us. And we really want to take the time to tailor what we're doing around the needs of the current audience. 
Yep. Which is what we do in, in so many levels. And I think it's really important that you're doing it for this audience and built this new offering. So thank you both for sitting down with me, talking through the offering. And again, if you have any questions about the Special Educators Network, please feel free to go on to our Learning Hub. We'll have the people you can reach out to and, and contact information there as well. And once again, this is the OPL Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.